What's up, ladies and gents, and welcome back to another episode of Dual Senses, a PlayStation podcast where we give you our two cents on any and all things PlayStation. I'm your host, Alex Wolf, joined with the one, the only, the Stephen Thomas Morrow. Hello. Well, hi. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. What episode is this, Stephen? Like 29? 29. Episode 29. Hey, look at us. We're (laughs) that mug. It's beautiful. <laughs> we don't, so we don't know why the mug is doing this. Uh, but for audio listeners, uh, there's like a green screen effect that only affects Alex's mug. So whenever he drinks, there's a brick wall. I wonder. So there's another, you know, that green chair I have down here, right? Yeah. I wonder if it's just <laughs> green enough because it's just a shade lighter than this. If it would pick up in the green screen, so if I sat in that, it'd look like I'm sitting in a brick wall. <laughs> it's just so weird because I turned the green screen off. Yeah, I, I don't. It's just the mug. The mug is magic. That's what magic, it is. The magic mug. It's a magic mug. Magic mug. Um. So, uh, for live viewers, um, I want to apologize for being a little bit late. I had to work late today, so we had a little bit of a late start. Um, but that's fine. For audio listeners, uh, this makes no difference for you. <laughs> no difference. <laughs> we at were all. on time. We were never late. <laughs> ever yeah um but uh we recently had a holiday we had we a, a nice thanksgiving um so what did you do on thanksgiving uh i mean so it it has not stopped so oh, it's it, it's it, still thanksgiving it, well days it, it kind of expanded so this year um rachel's dad decided that he was gonna do thanksgiving on his side of the family and whatnot on mm-hmm. saturday just because it's easier for everyone schedule-wise. Like, okay, cool. Let's go with it. So Thursday was freed up, and so his wife's aunt uh, and cousin were going to host Thanksgiving at their house. So they asked if we wanted to go. We're like, yeah, sure. So we did that. And then today was prep work for in-laws, her dad's side, for tomorrow. So we moved the piano out of their house into my house. It is now currently in my garage Jesus. Um, Hold yeah. on. So there is a piano in your garage. Yes. All right. I'll be seeing you shortly. Oh God, Damon. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you. Want, my garage is my trash cans and like a lot of junk. And it but is there's ext- a piano. And there's an extremely cold in there because <laughs> there's a good draft that comes through because the garage draft. Is draft, not a draft. A draft just comes through. <laughs> it's a very cold draft. He's he's pretty uh pretty harsh. He's a harsh draft. He's John, Jeffrey's cousin. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. He's just okay. very straightforward, no nonsense. But yeah, so we're doing that. So tomorrow we're doing Thanksgiving, and then on Sunday it's Rachel's mom's Thanksgiving. So I will literally be doing Thanksgiving until I go back to work on Monday. <laughs> God, that's actually kind of awesome, though. It's nice, but it's also like it's stressful because it's just like, damn. It's not like I remember being in school, you get Thanksgiving break where you have all that time off literally for one day. Yeah. And it's like, man, I can do whatever I want for the next few days. And I don't have just a, like, there's too many things. Yeah. Now I can't. That is not a thing I do. So okay. I'm like, when are yeah. you doing your extended vacation thing or whatever? Uh, you so, have like a bunch of vacation hours. Oh God. Yeah. So that starts honestly, not this coming week, but the week after. So the first, okay. the week of the game awards. Oh, okay. I, yeah. Okay. That's when it all starts. I'm on vacation a week then. And then I'm off for half a week right after that. Then I work about a week, week and a half or so. And I'm off work again for the last week of the year. Okay. Well, we're going to have to do at least a few parties. Um, 
And by parties, I mean we need to platinum overcooked. Yeah, we'll just be <laughs> playing video games because yeah, <laughs> we're old. There's a child in this house. There, there will be no parties because <laughs> I'll also be prepping for like holiday stuff because I also have like every weekend in December now is booked. So the first weekend of December, so December 4th, I have a wedding. Week after that, there's like a, a cookie night Rachel's family does where we just get and decorate cookies and whatnot. Uh, and then the weekend after that, another wedding. Then that following weekend, Christmas. So it's like there is a nonstop oh train. It is. Well, tis the season <laughs> for the magic mug. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, so for actual Thanksgiving Day, though, did you have a good day? Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It, w- it was a good time. We were, I was around a lot of family members I've not seen in like two or three years. And Rachel's not super close with them either, so it was like this is awkward, but not. But it was for it was it was our son's first Thanksgiving too, so and he was oh yeah that's right it was he was an all star he was star of the show like he was all he was being picked up carried around he was pretty good too he didn't fuss like because he was being held by a bunch of different people he just kind of you know slept on people's shoulders and if, oh. he, if, if there was a brownie inside he wanted bites of the brownie so. What about you? How was your Thanksgiving, my friend? Uh, it was fine. It was very simple and relaxing. I mm-hmm. uh, went over to my parents' house, as usual. Uh, hung out there for a while. Then I went home, took a little nap. And then I went to the movies. <laughs> um, I went to see The Eternals. Ooh, what'd you think? What'd you think? I actually really enjoyed it. Um, yeah? I know a lot of people were kind of shit-talking it, and I don't fully understand why. To be honest, it's a dis- it's a very divisive Marvel film because like that's a group of characters from the Marvel universe that aren't extremely well known. So this was like this current phase is like Guardians of the Galaxy because the Guardians of the Galaxy when that movie came out and people were talking about it, it was like, what the hell are the Guardians of the Galaxy? Who cares about the Guardians of the of the Galaxy and what they have to do with anything? And now they're like household names, super famous. Like you can't not talk about them. So I feel like the yeah. Eternals was that was the next round of a of characters like that. Well, so. like I don't think the Eternals has the same kind of like um accessible personality of Guardians of the Galaxy. Like it's mm-hmm. very easy to to love Guardians of the Galaxy. I think the Eternals is like um like it's not as action packed as many other Marvel movies. Yeah. Uh, it, it talks a little bit more about like the characters and how they feel versus uh, like their action and their motives. I mean, I mean, there's still that, but there's just a lot of feelings in it. But I, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. I think that it, it's getting a lot of unnecessary hate. Um, but I don't I, I thought it was good. I liked it. No, I want to see that. But I've I, my I've committed that sp- the Spider-Man movie, uh, No Way Home will be the first movie I see in theaters since. Oh, okay. I I have not seen a movie in theaters. The last movie I saw in theaters was Harley Quinn, or The Emancipation of One Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. That was the last movie I saw in theaters, which is crazy as fuck to think about. That was the last I haven't even seen that yet. Uh, It's on HBO Max if you still have HBO Max. It's not bad. It is less superhero movie, more just badass female action movie. Okay. Yeah. So you could not like you could take away all the because it didn't focus too much on like the DC Comics lore of anything really outside of the characters. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it is very much like psycho psychotic anti-hero Harley Quinn breaks up from the Joker, starts doing her own thing. She has a bounty on her head. 
and a bunch of other characters get wrapped into it and it's just a good explosive time like that's it there's nothing it's not tied to anything so it's easy watching all right yeah so it's not a bad movie not great but it's not a bad movie so but steven we've yes. talked about the movies we've watched what yes. games have you played? What games have you played, my friend? What are you doing? What are you playing? That's right, because this is a fucking PlayStation podcast. I'm unzipping the hoodie. Why? <laughs> I just wanted to do a grand reveal. I, I feel like that was the most unnecessary. <laughs> I know, I know. It, even, it wasn't even grand. <laughs> it was, the it was, it was actually pretty zip. awful. It uh, was very much like you just came in for work. Like, all right, I'm unzipping the jacket. I regret I regret all of all of this. Mm-hmm. So what are you playing? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, I've actually, so I recently started streaming Predator Hunting Grounds. Mm. Okay. okay. Uh, so I only did one stream playing it, uh, but it was actually kind of nice. Uh, somebody jumped into the stream and they were like, hey, have you ever played this before? And I was like, no. And I think they could tell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But they were like, well, just add me on PSN and I'll join your game and I'll like, I'll, I'll teach you some things. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And they were teaching me like all the different predator classes and what makes each one unique because the game doesn't like tell you that up front. You just kind of yeah. have to figure it all out. Uh, so that was cool. And then they did some like private custom matches to uh, like teach me different tactics as the fire team or the predator. Mm -hmm. So that was neat. Uh, so I really enjoyed it. And apparently they're a really big fan of the Predator movies, so they were telling me all these fun facts about the Predator movies that I forget. Uh, but that was cool at the time. Uh, and one of my favorite things, they were like, they were on the chat, and uh, they were like, hey, you know the noise that Predator makes? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I can make that noise. You know, I was like, all right. Uh, and I, I expected him to demonstrate, but then he didn't. And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> that was just, I guess that was just the end of it. But then well, did you ask minutes, him to do it? Well, 30 minutes later, I was like, hey, you know that predator noise? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, can I hear it? And then he did it. And it was, uh, it was pretty uncanny. It was pretty, was, crazy. It, it was pretty good. That's a hard yeah, thing. It was, to do. it was really good. Huh? It was really good. Uh, but yeah, big, you know, big the, fan. the clicks and the, yeah, I can't do it, but you know, it was, it was very impressive. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was interesting. Uh, I'm still really bad at the game, uh, but I'm glad that, that this person was, was patient and kind of took me under their wing. So that was nice. I, yeah. I very rarely play games that are specifically online multiplayer games. And I'm glad that this experience was positive and, and you know, welcoming. That's pretty cool. I, so that was cool. I've always been like one, whenever I play a game and someone's like, well, hey, let me show you something. And they just take me under their wing. Like one, I'm already like, okay, so you're watching, you've seen it. I'm bad compared to you. That's an obvious <laughs> thing. Otherwise you wouldn't have said this. Um, so I'm already like, okay, yeah, sure. And part of me, depending on the game, sometimes I just want to fuck around and just play the game. You know, I don't care to be good at this game in particular. Yeah. Right. So this person who is really, really, really in depth and they're teaching me all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know if it's rude for me to tell you like, Hey man, I appreciate what you're doing, but I just want to play this game and be done with it. Or if I should just like waste their time and let them show me, but I'm like, he could probably be doing something else better at this time. We could just be playing some online matches and see what goes if I just told him. But like, I don't know. I've always been like that. I think the last time 
it was at your house actually, or your parents' house now, um, where we had um, people over like that two week bender where I stayed at your house and everyone was out of town. Those uh, were good times. Oh God, the grandest of times. And I um, miss those days. And we were playing Smash Bros. And I can't remember who it was, but like their first thing was like, "Let me teach you how to play Smash Bros." I'm like. I've been playing Smash Bros. since the N64. I don't give a shit. Like, I, I want to throw a Pokeball and beat him with a home run bat as Link. I don't I don't need this competitive space thing. And it's like, this is how you do half step and this, that, and, and jump cancel. I'm like, I don't, I just want to play the fucking game. Yeah, I, and I, <laughs> I with just fighting play games, the game. it, it gets, it gets oh. kind of in the weeds. Uh, but uh, no, this person that I met in Predator, it was, they, they had a good balance. Like, they were just showing mm-hmm. me, like, the basics yeah, uh, and like teaching me the things that the game doesn't outright tell you, uh, just so that I could kind of hold my own. Uh, so that was good, and then and that's good, especially for that game, because like you said, it doesn't like very much shows you. Okay, here you are, you're playing. Yeah, there's like a tutorial that teaches you how to climb trees, and then you're done. Yeah, like here you are, like, you what? are the predator now. <laughs> predator. <laughs> oh, hardly newer. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, mm. but. Uh, but yeah, I, I I really like that game. I also I've been playing Maquette. I don't know, is that how you sa- say that? Yeah, the the puzzle Maquette. game. They released yeah. on PS5 for free a few months ago. Yeah, so I I played through that. Um, rolled credits. It was fine. It was inoffensive. Um, it was it was fine. Okay. Uh, and now I'm I'm working on platinum unit, and I think I'm gonna platinum it real soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing that sucks is there's so the trophies are really, really easy. It's a super easy game to platinum, but you have to go through each chapter, and I think there's only like seven. Uh, but okay. uh, you have to speed run them. And so there's a trophy for speed running each chapter, and I think the longest one is like nine minutes. So, you know, most of the chapters you can do really, really fast. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just kind of annoying because when I decide that the trophy for one chapter, I basically have to do a playthrough to take myself through each of the steps that you have to do. Mm-hmm. And then I have to start it over and do it perfectly. So it's like, you're just playing the same level twice. I don't know. I oh, hate speed run. It's, 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 and it's repetitive. I get that. No, I am um, uncharted. The uncharted, uh, the Nathan Drake collection. Yeah. That. I've been platinum yeah. in that too. I worked my way through the first and the second recently. Did I you think the, the third one? Yep. Yep. Okay. I remember last I time we it talked, was... we had done the first, but yeah, um, but yeah, I might end up streaming the third one. Congratulations, young man! Thank you. I've been a little trophy whore lately. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Deplorable human being. I hope you're disgusted with yourself. <laughs> Uh, speaking of trophy whoring, though, uh, I heard that you recently got a new platinum trophy. Yeah, I, I'll tell you right now, I was not a whore for it. I very much did oh. not enjoy it, nor did I receive any compensation. Um, so I, I, I had pre, I got Rachel bought me Guardians of the Galaxy and Tales of Arise because it was a buy two get one free thing, and we were getting her niece a game or something like that for Christmas. Okay. Um, yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. The game we were going to get originally, we couldn't find anywhere, so we ended up getting something else. I couldn't remember if we actually got it or not. But yes, so I played through Guardians because I knew it was a quick playthrough. It's a very straightforward, linear type of game, which is nice for me because lately I've been in a funk where I've been wanting to play a game, but I haven't found anything that's caught my eye. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to play a new game or enjoy playing a game until the Pokemon remakes come out on the Switch. Because Pokemon always tickles my fancy every time. I can never say no. Yeah, um, it's comfort food. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, all right, that's fine. But I was in a rut and I'd been in a rut for a while. So like, I'm like, fuck, Pokemon doesn't come out for like another month. I don't want to wait. I want to play a game. So you you saw, because for some reason, whenever I install anything on my PlayStation 5, you still get notifications um, when I do. So I had installed... <laughs> whenever i see that a game is ready to play i send you a text i'm like oh so you're gonna play this game i was like god damn it so and i thought that would stop after you got your place (laughs) your playstation 5 but no it is very much not i don't know why it didn't stop yeah that's so weird do you get notifications when i have a thing mm -hmm. that's bizarre yeah Hmm. no so i um, (laughs) i uh like I've I installed Batman Arkham Asylum. I installed uh, some things from Game Pass on the Xbox. I started installing things on the Switch, and I get two minutes into them, like I, I like these games. And it's just not what I want to do. Like, so Guardians was a nice fresh breath, breath fresh breath of air. <laughs> Whatever that fucking phrasing is, it, <laughs> oh, you know a what I mean. Of, of fresh air, <laughs> air brush of frippery, a frappe of a bear. Um, that sounds delicious. It, a yeah. frappe olivaire <laughs> um so i've been playing that and i i beat it. it took me about a week or so a lot of fun it gameplay i think the reviews do it justice it is a fun ride i feel like a lot of people should play it if you're not a fan of the guardians this game is still good it is still very much video game comfort food because it does not it doesn't overstay its welcome and the gameplay simplistic it's easy it's not trying to achieve anything except for a fun little thrill ride it is nonstop, so there were points in the game where I wanted to turn it off, but I was like, I don't know if I can or if I'm going to miss something because dialogue's going to keep going or something. I don't, or dialogue's going to stop because I got past this point. So it doesn't feel like there's breaks in between it, but I mean, with just putting the game, the console in rest mode and picking right back up with the instant re- launch and response thing. Oh, hold on. Are you still with us? Yeah. Can you hear me? Now I can. Okay. okay. It froze for a hot second. Yeah, you froze earlier for a quick minute, but I was able to make out. And I was like, yeah, I could see what he, I know what he's saying. I know what he's talking about. Okay. Um, Hopefully but yes. Okay. Yeah, so I was playing Guardians and I got, um, I beat the game. And I was like, okay, that was fun. I looked at it. At- so we're going to go ahead and just platinum this now. So I got through it, started looking up some guides because the last few bits I had were collectibles. And some of them were kind of weird because, like, there's one trophy where you have to get 65% of each category in the compendium. Okay. So you don't have to 100% any of the collectibles except for the costumes, but you have to get 65%. But it does not track or tell you when you've hit that in each category. Oh so I was like, God. I got I guess, all right, cool. I'll just do a chapter select, take a look and see what stuff I have, and just pick and choose the stuff I need to go get. So as I'm reading... The chapter select does not work if you're trying to get collectibles. So it's not that the game itself doesn't work. It's it just you, doesn't track collectibles. No, it's not even that it's tracking it. So it resets. So for instance, so what? think about it, think about it this way. It's weird. So if I were to beat the game and I missed collectibles previously, if I do chapter select, I have to, and I go back to say chapter seven. It'll put me back at the exact spot I started Chapter 7 in on my first playthrough. So your progress is saved with the checkpoint. Yes. So, But because mm. of that, it, anything I may have collected or upgrades I got after that point um, in like a following chapter, 
is not there because I didn't have those in my original playthrough in Chapter 7. And I was God. like, what the fuck? So I'm like, do I have to replay? And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll go through New Game Plus. And I didn't skip any cutscenes, obviously, in my first run through. So I start, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, how do you skip? So I pause it. Like, there's no skip cutscene here. I'm like, maybe it's just a butt face button I press. Nothing's working. So I press circle. And it's certain cutscenes where it wasn't super dialogue heavy and it wasn't like a choice thing where I can pick whatever I want to do or what I want to say. It would just fast forward. Like fast forwards, it fast forwards the cutscene like by ten seconds. Oh my like god! Skipping. They have to mash circle. Yeah, and like and what? again, it, it's only like thirty percent of the cutscenes because there's so much dialogue heavy things that you have to be That's interactive with. Such a with. bizarre choice, right? And I was like, Whoa. so I essentially had to end up playing seventy five percent of the like I think there's 16, 17 chapters. I had the last thing I needed was in chapter 14. So I'm like, fuck. So I have to get all the way back to chapter 14 and collect anything I missed along the way. And I'm like, this is bullshit. So it was like one costume and I had to play through three chapters where I had already gotten everything just to get I'm like, this is yeah. fucking dumb. Do you think it would ruin the experience to just use a, a collectible guide on no. your first playthrough? I thought about that after doing that. And I'm like, would I recommend doing this just... And yeah, because the dialogue's still fun. The writing is, while it's predictable, the delivery of everything is still like, oh, it's very much a, a feel-good story of friendship and how to go through grieving and loss. It doesn't get into the weeds of it at all, so it's still you know very grand level, very easy to watch, but it still tugs in the heartstrings a bit. Okay. So it was just fucking... It was just frustrating getting to that point because I was so close, but I had to play through so much of the game. Like I could have just beaten the game in that night again if I wanted to, because I had two chapters left, and those last two chapters are like minutes. But I was like, nope. Moment I got that fucking trophy, I got my platinum done, uninstalling. I'm trading it in. That's I don't right. care. That's <laughs> I'm right. Done. That's my <laughs> I boy. Do that. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the way I am with games. Like as soon as I platinum the game, I'm like, all right. And then yeah. I, I delete it and then I never touch it again. Unless it has a fun online multiplayer I want to get into, like I have no reason to go back to the scale and say, hey, That's get why, a like, up, itch up my ass. A lot of my absolute favorite games of all time, I haven't gotten all the trophies because like I know that once I do, I am never going to play it again. Yep. See, I even then can't. for me, like I know if I don't get the platinum now, even though I know I if I get the platinum, I'm gonna play it again. I end up not playing it again anyway. So I'm like, fuck, I should have just gotten the platinum when I was in the mood, and now I'm not, and I don't care. <laughs> like, oh, the Uncharted series. I totally could have gotten one in three when I played those originally and been done with it. But I was like, nah, I'll come back to them. I, nope. I'm not going to have to fight another nope. year. Um, but the Nathan Drake collection, though, even even the speedrun trophies in that, they're not annoying. Well, yeah, those trophies aren't annoying. It's just like, one, I did them already. I did all three of them on the PS3 when it came out. Um so it's doable. It's just like I keep telling myself I'm going to go back to it, and I never do. Um, yeah. So, but now I started Tales of Arise. It's fun. It's you know, it's scratching that JRPG itch. The only thing I have a gripe with is uh, the button layout. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, it's so a lot of games, especially with the success of the Dark Souls franchise, have gone into where your melee attacks and everything like are the shoulder buttons or the triggers. And this game does that. And, I, and I, I've never been a fan of that layout. Yeah, it works here. for Dark Souls and Demon Souls, things of that nature. It makes sense. I still but, don't prefer it. Yeah, it's even then, it's still not a preference. So when I get this game where it doesn't need to be like that and I don't, I can't change it, I'm like, man, I'd have more fun with this if I could just mash face buttons. Cause it's still, a, for the most part, it's a, it's button mashing. There's no real technique in the beginning of the game so far. 
Mm. or strategy i have to focus on just make sure i dodge and hit a bunch of times dodge hit a bunch of times whatever i can button mash but it's hard to button mash a trigger that you know yeah springs back i'm like i just want to be done but then you just end up hurting your finger yeah it's because you're just doing this the whole time and so and that's for me the biggest gripe with the the dual sense controller it's just a tad too bulky where i could have at least for my hands so like whereas the, the dual shock four was perfect. I loved it. It was just, it wasn't super small, but it wasn't super big. So it fit nice in my hands. I could do long play sessions or whatever mm-hmm. with guardians. I felt my right hand cramping quite a bit with what I was playing. And it's just because like the dual sense is like not super ergonomic for my hands with the actual handle pieces. So yeah, it is a, a, like the, I like the, the controller quality, mm-hmm. but it, it doesn't, yeah, I think we have smaller hands than most people. I, I think, it, yeah, because they did studies and stuff, and they said, like, oh, yeah, people love this. And I had the same issue with the Xbox controller mm-hmm. um, with the, from the 360 and the Xbox One. Now, the newest Xbox controllers are a tad smaller, so it does feel better. Um, I'm like, oh, okay, this is nice. But, yeah, the DualSense, I feel like there's just a lot of extra fat just for the sense of design and look. I feel like if they trim, they have enough room in there, like extra space where you could trim some things off, and it'd feel better in my hand. But, you know, so, uh, sorry, uh, I have a quick question mm-hmm. for guardians of the galaxy about how many hours is a playthrough? Like your oh. first playthrough, how long do you think it took? Maybe 15, 20 hours. If that. Okay. All right. Just yeah. Asking it's, it's a very, like it, you could beat it in a week. And I mean, I played, I played a lot on Saturday and Sunday last week when we first got it. I didn't play it all throughout the week, except for maybe a couple nights here and there. And I just played for maybe two or three hours each time. And I finished it up in that session. And then I did this weekend. It took me three days to go through. And that's like two to maybe two or three hour play sessions there. So it wasn't a lot of time that went into it mm-hmm. at all. And how far are you into Tales of Rise? Um, very very early i'm still going through a bit of tutorials here and there because stuff is still popping up with combat like basic things um i've only played for an hour last night and i only played for about half an hour today um so i'm really curious how you're gonna feel about it the further you get into it just because it's been compared a lot to persona um in terms of like how i guess the the quality level um so, like it, it is the Persona Five of the, of the Tales of series, so yeah. from what I've been told, but it's also a very divisive thing. So a lot of hardcore Tales fans don't like this one because of how it strays from the difference. How it definitely is catering to get a bigger audience um, because the Tales games, while popular, are very much are still a cult following. They've mm-hmm. never been a, a mainstream JRPG for people. Like it's never been like when you talk JRPG flagships, Tales is just not talked about. It's not that it's bad. It's just that there's other things out there that are available and more accessible and more talked about. Arise is out there to kind of break that trend, which so far it has. I mean, it got my attention, and I've never played a Tales game before a day in my life. Um, But I looked up the playthrough for that. So playthrough on that's going to be, obviously, it's lengthier at the JRPG compared to Guardians. Uh, It's a very easy platinum from what I've seen as well, just time-consuming. Which okay. honestly, I, I'm fine with that. I'm getting a lot of uh, Nino Kuni two vibes as I play it. It's okay. just the, the flow, camera action, the length of what it's doing, how long it takes to platinum, but how easy it is to platinum. 
I'm like, all right. So I think I'm going to enjoy it. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, cool. Um, so recently there was not the game awards, but there was the fuck. What is it called? Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) The golden joystick awards. That sounds like a sex thing. (laughs) Um, so there was the golden joystick awards. And I think that even though it's definitely not as prominent as the game awards, uh, I think maybe it's worth it for us to to mention some of these some of these winners from this. Um, mostly because there wasn't really that much news in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's a, it's a holiday week, so usually everyone's kind of dying down. Not a whole not a whole lot of news happening. Yeah, so I'm just gonna kind of rapid fire this, and then if there's something that you wanna uh, comment on, then then just kind of. I don't know, make a noise or something. <laughs> uh, all right, I can make noises. All right, okay. So I'm just going to go through the categories. So best storytelling, the winner was Life is Strange True Colors. Best multiplayer game, It Takes Two. Best audio, Resident Evil Village. Best visual design, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Best game expansion, Ghost of Tsushima Iki... <laughs> Iki. Iki Good Lord Island. <laughs> Is it Iki or Icky? It's Iki. <laughs> okay. Icky. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I am ashamed. <laughs> uh, mobile game of the year, League of Legends, Wild Rift. Best gaming hardware, PS5. Best indie game, Death's Door. Studio of the year, Capcom. Uh, that's... Interesting. I wonder what the nominees were. Uh, I mean, honestly, with it, they put out two top Tinder games this year with Resident Evil Village and Monster Hunter Rise. So okay, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Uh, best performer: Maggie Robertson. <clears throat> uh, she played Lady Dimitriscu from Resident Evil. Ah. Uh, um, I believe she passed away as well. Isn't uh, that a thing, or was that a different? No, a so it was the vampire girl. No, no, no. So she was the voice actress. The person that paced, that passed away was the person I believe she was modeled after. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, the voice actress is still alive. Uh, the breakthrough award was Housemark. Uh, I think I agree with that. Um, best game community was Final Fantasy XIV. Still playing award was also Final Fantasy XIV. PC Game of the Year was Hitman 3. Nintendo Game of the Year was Metroid Dread. The Xbox Game of the Year was Psychonauts 2. The PlayStation Game of the Year was Resident Evil Village. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I mean, I guess chances... What exclusives have come out? Like, top... T- I mean, Ratchet and Clank, never mind. I mean, Ratchet yeah, and Clank that's and Returnal are, are two biggins. Yeah, I feel like if you... I'm going to guess Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. Yeah, I feel like out of any of those... What were the nominees? Do you have them? No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't worry about those then. listed. Yeah, I, uh, it's, I feel like Ratchet and Clank should have taken that away if we're focusing on exclusives. Yeah. If we're focusing on a specific console. <laughs> I feel like whenever that conversation happens, it used to be a thing pretty commonly. I think it still is on some pub- some sites when they publicize their Game of the Year awards. Whenever they talk about specific consoles... Game of the year, I feel like it should be talked about in it should be the exclusives there because like yeah, yeah okay, Resident Evil Village is the best console on PlayStation 5. 
but it's like that game is available. But like, it, it, what doesn't make sense is like, why wouldn't why wouldn't Resident Evil Village win Xbox Game of the Year, and why wouldn't Psychonauts Two win PlayStation Game of the Year? Right, because that game is available on both consoles, yeah, and they're the same. Mm-hmm. Like they don't play the. I mean, Resident Evil Village plays worse on PC, oddly enough, yeah, because it's not optimized very well. But like, other than that example on console, it's essentially a one to one. Um, so that's kind of weird. Strange. But anyways, uh, most wanted game is Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. The Critics' Choice Award is Deathloop. The ultimate game of the year is Resident Evil Village. The ultimate hardware of all time, which is a very strange category, is PC. Now, <laughs> now correct me if I'm wrong, but ultimate hardware of all time is the PC. Won't it always fucking win? What is the yeah. point of a category? There's no competition. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is going to beat out personal computer? You like can customize to be whatever you want. Like, literally. And, you will and, always have a current-gen console if you own a PC. <laughs> and PC is such a broad thing. Like, your personal computer, that could be anything from my my laptop to, like, you could have a fucking supercomputer. Like, what a shitty, stupid, maybe, like, ultimate hardware of all time. That's dumb. That's dumb. Maybe they should like limit it to like um, best new hardware within the past five years, because then it could be anything from like a new VR headset, or it could be a new handheld iteration, like the new mm-hmm. OLED Switch, for example, um, or the Steam Deck, uh, like yeah. shit like that. But ultimate hardware of all time, it's of course it's fucking PC. <laughs> They're stupid. Like what a stupid category. Who did this? <laughs> Who did this? Ben, <laughs> I don't know like who wrote this article, but they just compiled the list. They are not; they can't be responsible. Whoever did this, you should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, God damn it! Um, what a stupid category. I mean, the next category I don't think makes any sense either. With who won it? Yeah, you're right. Ultimate game of all time. What a bunch of fucking wank. And and the winner, <laughs> what ultimate game of all time, Dark Souls. So like, I'm not taking anything away from Dark Souls, but like, all right, one, are we talking when we're talking iterations? Are we talking about Dark Souls original on the PS3, 360, and PC? Are we talking Dark Souls remastered? And the second question: So is are these guys never gonna do an award ceremony again, or are they gonna wait an experience like an expanded period of time before they do it again? Because well, we already be- know the ultimate, yeah, game exactly, and ultimate hardware of all times. So. Unless something changes in the next twelve months, like they're gonna win again. So what's the point? What stupid category? <laughs> stupid. Because like oh. they're. Ultimate hardware of all time. It's always going to be PC. I cannot possibly fathom a, an, an alternate reality <laughs> in which it's not... P- like, you use PC to create, like, everything else. Like, like literally, it, yeah, the internal components of a PC t- are in the PlayStation 5, yeah, the Switch, I mean, I, I would, and Xbox. I would possibly make a, a slight argument depending on your uh, your definition of ultimate hardware of all time, and I might even say smartphone, <laughs> in terms of, like, got the biggest social library impact. out there. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, biggest biggest library, most accessibility, 
uh, most users. But but seriously, what a fucking dumb category. And <laughs> and ultimate game of all time. Like that's that's so like it's it's already a little bit weird just having game of the year because yeah. uh, there's so many like broad tastes and things like that. But you can sometimes you can kind of mark a year by like the most either visually or technically impressive game or the game that captured the hearts of most gamers, things like that. But ultimate of all time, Dark Souls. <laughs> like I, I could make a better argument for Minecraft than Dark Souls in terms of like importance for overall like gaming if that makes sense like yeah or, or like how it's impacting the, impact the, the industry. industry or maybe even like Fortnite or maybe super mario brothers how about that one uh you know or maybe tetris like grand grand theft auto like dark souls ultimate <laughs> game of all time your grandma will love it <laughs> Get out of here, fucking! What is who? Who's responsible? Ben. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Where is Ben? Moving along, Stephen. Here we are. <laughs> we are just what a week. Not even a week. Days away from December, and uh, there's been some rumors about these uh these year PlayStation Plus games coming out next month. I don't know if you've seen them. Yeah, yeah. So actually. Uh, I'm a little excited, even though uh, I shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad line. So this is this is a, a this is rumored, um, but it's a oh, pretty let me good get source. The salt. Yeah, this is a, a sprinkle of grain on there. Why do you what? What do you mean you need to sprinkle? Take a it grain? all with a grain of salt. You, it's it's oh, a rumor. That was that was a really bad delivery. It's it's. Uh, I, I mean, I get it. I gotta now. get the salt. Good lord. Um. <laughs> anyway, this is this is pulled from a. Push Square, who pulled it from a reliable French website, uh, Deal Labs, uh, getting the jump. These guys. <laughs> I, I love the idea of this website just being called Reliable French Website. <laughs> I go to www.reliablefrenchwebsite.eu. <laughs> um, no, so they uh, they got the jump on PS Plus lineup back in November as well, and it was spot on. So it's as good chances that this is the deal. But mm -hmm. starting on what we've got coming in is Mortal Shell for PS4, uh, Lego DC Supervillains, and Godfall for PS5 and PS4. Yeah. So I, I will only be excited about Godfall if it is given to me for free. Yeah. And uh, as far as like a game that I would love to get for free, it's Godfall. Yeah. Like, like that a is pretty perfect... thing that we can play co-op and just kind of like fuck around can, and just yeah. We can just Super like talk easy. to each other while dicking around in this pretty game that is kind of lame. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, um, no, I, so I played Godfall. Not like in the middle of the summer, I was looking for something new to play in the PlayStation Five, and the idea of this very gaudy, epic hack and slash type game. Pun. <laughs> gaudy Godfall. God, that was not a. You're disgusting. Um, I was like, cool, like, let's go. So I found a pretty cheap copy, uh, picked up pre-owned that way. If I didn't like it, cause the reviews were coming out pretty harsh on it. I was like, if I don't like it, I can return it, get, get my money back. No big deal. So I went in and I played hour, hour and a half. I'm like, this is bad. So my impression of Godfall was this, like the gameplay was, yeah, like the, the gameplay was fine and it doesn't pretend to be anything. It's not. Like, it's very in-your-face, mm -hmm. like, this is what this game is. Okay, cool. 
Uh, it's pretty. It is extremely gorgeous. Um, it reminds me a lot of what Rise Son of Rome did for the Xbox One, where it just was more of a glorified, pretty tech demo mm-hmm. with what it did. Kind of like um, a graphical demo. Yes, it was, but mm-hmm. very stale. Gameplay was just boring. It, it worked. It was fluid. No, no nonsense. There's no issues there. It was just didn't do anything special, like by any means. Um, but the story was extremely just boring. So like all the cool epic stuff that you would want to see in it happened in the first cutscene. So it's there like nothing after. Well, there, there was stuff after, but like you're playing like a tale of revenge for the most part. But all of the revenge, like you don't even get to experience it. You watch the whole fucking cutscene where it happens. And even then, it doesn't explain super well what's happening in the cutscene until afterwards. So you're like, oh, oh, okay, that happened. That's what I just watched. Oh, okay, I guess I'm gonna go do this thing. Like, what? Do you think no. it's a case where they like they made the entire game, but they had no idea what the story was until mm-hmm. very late in development? Then they're like, well, we'll put the cutscene here, and then maybe sprinkle like a few towards the end, and then we're just done. No, I I think they were hoping that there would be more sense of epicness. As you progress to the story, but it never does it. Mm. It doesn't. I feel like they were like, "All right, cool. This is an epic way to grab people's attention. It's cool. It's exciting. Like it's a a great opening, and it's not a bad opening. It's fine, but it is the only exciting part out of that game that I played for an hour and a half. The first two minutes in a cutscene I watched that wasn't explained as to what was necessarily happening until the end of it was the most exciting part of that game. Now, to be fair, that's kind of how I felt about The Witcher 3. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, so what The Witcher 3 A was crow a flies through someone's face in the, the opening cutscene. But The Witcher and then 3 is also... a man like, in a bath. The Witcher 3, one, has a lengthy opening where it very much details, like, the lore of what's going on with this game. And it's also the third game in the franchise. Yeah, yeah. So right. it, this is this is a brand new IP. So there's nothing known about what the fuck's happening. <laughs> there's no books it's based off of. There's no movie, no TV show. There was no prequel comic released. This game just fucking did this thing, and it's like, what? Am I expected to just know? So I'm looking forward to giving it a shot again because they've made all these big updates. Um, yeah, it, if if this is actually one of the PlayStation Plus games, which yeah. I I also am looking forward to playing it because, yeah, I know that I, I, I think Godfall suffers from being mediocre in every way, mm-hmm. uh, except for maybe how pretty it is. Yeah, like and even like mediocre, like not in the sense that like, it is just piss poor and terrible. It it's, is just it's OK. It's just bland. It's it fine. is this this seared steak that had no salt, no pepper, no seasoning. It was just thrown on a skillet and let to sit and hopefully it would cook all the way through without being flipped. That is what it is. <laughs> but they like, they took the spatula and they like squeezed the juices out. Which no, you're not supposed no, no, to do. No, no, no. They, they like, didn't, they didn't even do that. They literally just threw it on the skillet, turned it on a like medium low and let it sit there. And it's like, all right, it'll eventually cook through the whole thing. If I don't touch it. And that's what they did. Yeah. Well, I feel like Godfall is the knack of PS5. Yes. And that's why no, I want it for free. Because even then I played knack and like 
was it great? No, but like, at least Knack had personality. Yeah, they were. You know, <laughs> the ending was weird, and it didn't quite make sense in the last act of the game. Like all of a sudden, it just like, all right, we've been off the wall the whole time. There are no more walls. They're gone. Just do whatever the fuck you want. Like they gave up. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what is happening? Why is he dancing in these credits? Like it? I, people died. I feel like the world was barely saved. This man is walking through the desert with this villain. Like, like he's carrying her. Like they had a history. I, I don't know what's happening. Had more fun with it than I did Godfall. <laughs> I beat Knack. I played all the way through Knack. I did not get through the first or second chapter of Godfall. I still want a platinum Knack. Why? Maybe I'll do that. Why? On stream. Why not? Because it's bad. It's we we just went through. Th- it's not bad. It's just okay. No, no, knack is bad. The game plan in that game is butthole. I think it's okay. No. I so I have to play through it on the hardest difficulty in order to get all the trophies. And I was thinking, what if when I get my PlayStation camera, I do a stream, and every time that I die, I have to like take a shot. <laughs> you would never finish the stream. I know, I know. You would be a corpse in your chair with the video just playing. I would, someone would have to call an ambulance within 10 minutes. I would get a text like, hey, he's, he's on, like, okay, cool, I'll, yeah. (laughs) I think it'd be great. I just show up at your apartment and I'm just like wheeling you out on camera, like, okay, (laughs) just dump him off, I shut it off and I go back home. (laughs) I think it'd be great. Um, I don't, I'm not, so as far as the other games that are rumored, I'm not as familiar with Mortal Shell, um, but I am excited for LEGO DC villains. I feel like LEGO games should somehow, I feel like we don't get them through PS Plus at all, and I think that those would always be good things to have in there, just kind of sprinkled here and there. We don't need all of them, but every other year, you know, because they're fun, easily accessible. And it's like if you're ever looking for something to play with your kids, but you don't want to go out and spend 60 bucks on a game, they will always enjoy Lego. But it's also just the right amount of humor for adults to have fun with it too and enjoy yeah. and kind of laugh I playing. Think, so, I like, think everybody is okay with Lego games. Yeah. Like, it's not a, if someone says there's a Lego game in a PS Plus lineup, I don't think anyone's like, oh, that's a shit lineup. I think everyone's like, okay, yeah, cool. I'll play a Lego game. And I'll like, with it. actually, I think, um, Lego Ninjago was free at some point. It wasn't for PlayStation Plus, but it was, yeah, it was just randomly free at one point. Yeah, and so I downloaded that, and I I know absolutely nothing about Ninjago. I was playing it, and I was actually, like, I was laughing. It was epic. I'm like, oh, my God, this is actually amazing. The combat was a lot more in-depth than I thought. (laughs) It reminded me a lot of, like, mini ninjas. Oh, my God, mini ninjas. But with the humor of, like, the Lego movie. Okay. So I was really impressed with it. Haven't played it since. Well, this was like that game was Ninjago the movie, the game, right? Like it wasn't just Ninjago. Uh, this was the, this was the, I think this was the, cause it was on PS4. This, cause all the other Ninjago games were strictly on the, on the 3DS, the DS or the Wii. Okay. You're probably Um, right then. This one, this one was based on the movie that was released that same year. Which makes sense with the humor, the humor part, because like the Lego movies were funny. Well, I Which loved it, sense. and like the whole intro, it was done like kind of like how Kill Bill intro is done. It's like yeah. very, 
like old school, like old Kung Tarantino. Fu movie. Yeah, and like the music, and then it kicks in, and there's like a chicken. I loved it. I'm out of coffee. Uh oh, your your magic mug is empty. It is a shame. Mm-mm. Um, so there was another thing that I wanted to mention because I think it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so it, this is just kind of like a feel good thing. Uh, but on the PlayStation blog, uh, they had an article, uh, or I guess a blog post called "Feeling the Love." PlayStation Studios dev teams share their favorite fan interactions, and I thought this was pretty cool. So, like a bunch of different uh, people from random PlayStation Studios were talking about moments where uh, they had meaningful interactions with their fans, and uh, right off the bat, there's. Uh, Ben Studio talking about somebody who was such a fan of Days Gone that they made like a a personal blog where they had a bunch of fan fiction <laughs> for <laughs> uh, uh, for all of the characters in the world of Days Gone, uh, and they have like in-game photo mode things, fan art from all around the Days Gone community, which is a thing. Uh, stuff like that and they were so engaged with the days gone community and they were creating such compelling content that ben studio hired them as their community specialist oh wow yeah and i thought that was a really cool story yeah and it reminded me a lot of um do you remember uh the first little big planet there were people making levels and games and stuff in little big planet. And they ended up getting jobs at PlayStation just through creating with little big planet. And uh, I don't know. I I think it's kind of neat thinking about those kinds of things because I think PlayStation has, and probably, you know, also other companies, uh, but they've been really good at like reaching out to their community and their fans and then giving them opportunities within the industry and oh, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's we're in a in an age where content creation is more than just a job. It is you getting out there and creating an opportunity for yourself and hoping that that opportunity turns into bigger things. So by and being recognized for, I think that's the biggest thing is like the recognition you get because this big company is coming out and validating the fact that you are doing good work, that your appreciation and adoration of this art form or whatever art form you're doing is recognized and they want to capitalize on it and they want to empower you to continue doing that kind of recognition and to continue doing that work. So it's really cool. It is awesome because I feel like a lot of content out there with you know content creators is it's very crowded now. I mean, mm-hmm. here we are, right? Um, but it's really cool for people who do the honest work, who this is very much just a very, very, very strong passion of theirs. To like, They're not doing it to make money. They're not going in it because it's easy. They're doing it because they love it. And someone else is out there saying, like, hey, we want to give you this opportunity because we recognize how passionate you are. So that's cool. That yeah. is awesome. I just thought that was neat that right off the bat, there's mm-hmm. somebody who was 
passionate about a thing and got hired by PlayStation. Um, but you know, there's some some other really interesting ones. Guerrilla Games talks a lot about um, cosplayers uh, cosplaying as Aloy before Horizon Zero Dawn was even out. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a kind of touching thing where one of the cosplayers made a necklace for one of the developers' newborn babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of adorable. Um, but a thing that stood out to me, uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I remember this, but did you know that Insomniac Games was on an episode of Extreme Makeover Home Edition? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember hearing about this, like they were going to be on and I, I didn't ever watch it. Cause like, I don't watch Extreme Makeover for any reason, but I remember hearing about it and I was just like, I mean, much like my reaction now, like, okay, well, I guess. So in Ratchet and Clank Future Tools of Destruction on the PlayStation 3, do you mm-hmm. remember that random ass unlockable skin where it's just like a kid in a UFO? Yeah. That was from Extreme Makeover Home Edition. <laughs> Insomniac Games on Extreme Makeover Home Edition put a kid in a UFO and it's an unlockable skin in Ratchet and Clank Future Tools of Destruction on PS3. Mm-mm-mm. That just blows my mind. And like, I, I, after reading that, I was like, hold on a second. Because I remember the skin, mm-hmm. and I used to watch Extreme Makeover Home Edition with my mom all the time. I was always jealous. I was like, I want a house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what have I got, a box? This is bullshit. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but anyways... I, I found that episode online mm-hmm. and I was like skimming through and I was trying to find the section where they revealed to this kid <laughs> that he's in this game and it's great. So th- this is like a 40 minute long episode and it gets to the part where he's playing this game and it's like in probably like pre alpha gameplay. So it's not complete or whatever. And this is like an early PS3 game. So the PS3 is probably not even out. So he's playing this early build of this game and this UFO thing. And the camera pans over and they're like, also, we put you in this game. And he's playing it and stuff. And they're like, uh, they're like, it's going to be awesome. And he's just like, yeah, it's cool. And the camera pans away. And then it just transitions to something else. It's like, it's like two seconds worth of video. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, kid. (laughs) <laughs> you know how good you have it right now hot damn <laughs> but i thought that was what a what a weird bit of of history <laughs> like two things that i never thought would be combined is extreme makeover home edition and insomniac games insomniac mother flipping games <laughs> but yeah for people who are just interested in like random things like that highly recommend checking out um that PlayStation blog post, there's, they go through pretty much every major PlayStation Studios studio. And uh, it, it's a good read. It's, it's you know, heartfelt and touching and full of random ass little fun facts. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it's really interesting. <laughs> I just well, can't get over the fact. <laughs> like, I, I remember that kid. He was, he was an unlockable character in the game. <laughs> this kid gave zero shits in the actual <laughs> show. <laughs> I, I'm sure he was really grateful and stuff. I know that you know they had a lot that they had to get through in that episode, but I just thought that the way that it was presented in the show, I thought was funny. He was like, "All right, cool. 
Where's the, rest, where's the rest of my house? I want the house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had a lot of distractions, but. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on another episode of Dual Senses, a PlayStation podcast. If you were the fan of the show, please, by all means, go out to whatever platform you're using, give us a like, a comment, a, subscri- a subscription. If you want to see the show grow, read that banner that's taken away at the end here, going to www mtfproductions.com forward slash donate where you can donate as little as a dollar proceeds to the show helps us grow create some new things get some new materials out there so anything is appreciated but until then we'll see you next week oh wait what? when what's the date for the next show december 3rd okay so we have one more show and then it's going to be the game awards uh-huh show mm-hmm Okay, are we gonna are we gonna stream the game awards? Have we decided yet? So uh, here's the deal: this is happens. Okay. This is talked about every year. So those watching, this conversation comes up from one Stephen Thomas Morrow: Should we live stream the game awards? And the answer is always no. Oh no! Every damn time. So here's the reason: so the people that are typically live streaming the show have extremely, extremely, extremely strong and reliable internet. We live in Northern Kentucky, where that is not a thing. So if we were to try and do this, it would crash immediately and then burn with the fires on the the fires would also then catch on fire. (laughs) The fires on the fires would catch on fire. Yes, because so we would have to stream the line. So one thing already live streaming a video of that caliber and just like in just standard 1080p already a challenge enough. Mm. And then on top of it, for us to stream it while recording it, and then have, make sure our stream's working well. It something always falls apart, and then like we spend half of the show trying to fix the issue without actually watching it, and then you guys aren't watching it. And on top of it, like, well, you know, it's just fun for us, and we enjoy doing it. We aren't big enough for you to come here and watch our live stream of the Game Awards, just so that we can have a shared experience together. Um, so, like us together, or like the fans. Well, and with, with the, you know, our, our viewers and, and stuff like that. I think that's kind of nice. Sure. Like, even if it's just like two extra people, that's just, that's still two extra people who See, yeah, can watch same, it with us. At the same token, though, like those two extra people we probably know personally. And we and just we, invite them over. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And it All right still... So whose house are we going to? We're going to get some Burger King. Oh, good Lord. I mean, so for me. Oh, that was easier. E3. E3 was Burger King. E3 what was, was King. What was Game Awards? Game Awards never really, that I could think of, ever really had anything. Okay. That I can remember, at least. Um, E3 was you very get much some Panda Burger Express? King. No. You don't like Panda Express? No. There's better Chinese restaurants out there. They're just, they're just well-known. All right. You want to you get some, some noodles? I can get some noodles. Okay. I can do some, some noodles. Spring rolls? Mm, crab rangoon. Do you like yeah. crab rangoon? I don't. Rachel loves them. I, I do not. I did. I don't like cream cheese. So like, you tell me you're deep frying cream cheese. There's nothing appealing about that. Well, there's 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 different ways to go about it. Some of them use more or less cream cheese, depending. But it's still cream cheese. It's in there. I, I don't like it. Yeah. I like the crispy wonton piece. I, I like that. I appreciate. Like you give me that. You just fry that. No cream cheese or anything in it. I'll, I'll give you the ends, and then I'll have the the middle. Or you can just give it to Rachel, who will appreciate all of it. All right, that's fair. Yeah, I, I, I don't even do that to her, and I, I, I live with her. I'm like, no, just eat the whole thing. It's just a tease at that point. So, 
but yeah, so we, we can do it here. We we can we can hang out and do it here because I'll have two newborn babies in the house at that time. So. Two newborn. Oh, okay. I yeah. Was, her I was like, what? You're yeah, having no, another no, one? No, 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 no. Her sister will be in town with her baby. So it's like I don't. All right. Uh, I, leaving the house right now, and plus, I'll, I imagine. Actually, well, I won't be tired because I'll still be off work the following days. So, like, I have plenty of time to burn, but I don't want to drive around with them babies. I don't want to drive them babies. That's a whole lot of screaming. Like, nothing against the, them said babies, but we we drove home the night with our baby alone, and he was screaming and crying the whole way home. Yeah, and he doesn't like the car. Yeah, so, like, I can only imagine with two kids? That's, that's hard. Maybe it's not they even could that, keep each other company, though. That, I, I don't they, like, make funny. noises, and then the other one hears it, and then they, they communicate. No, because then, then, they, then they just scream over each other, because, like, he's screaming... <laughs> She's screaming. Should I be screaming? I'm a scream. I feel out. I feel left out, and that's happened. So it's like, eh. no. Right. So are we gonna watch it live, or like, are we gonna wait until after and then just watch it all together? I don't know. We we can figure it out. I mean, I'll be home. I don't know if I'll be home. That's the problem. So like, I will have I it know. live. I will probably watch it live. So if you want to come over and watch it live, by all means. Okay. So I'll do my best. I mean, you've got maybe I can sweet talk someone. Yeah, but I say you've got plenty of time. You got like at least two weeks where you can just say, "Hey, can someone take my shift?" Yeah, yeah. Anywho,ser thanks again, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, for watching Dual Senses. We'll see you next week. I'm trying to press a button, but I can't find it. <laughs> All right, thank you, everyone. Love of love. love.